Hello, everyone. My name is John Gilbert. We got Casey here. We got Tammy here, Casey Jackson, Tam Calais, and we are the MI guys, and we are here to help you with evidence-based approaches for helping individuals, the communities, and the organizations that you are serving. So to help with that, we have some topics today. So Tammy, if you would, kick us off with what is on the docket. Yes. So today we have a question from one of our audience members. Okay. And this was a really good question. So I thought we'd make it into a podcast. This question is from Natalie. And she was asking, how do we talk with folks um, that don't believe in this COVID-19 situation? And how do we help bring awareness to them about <laughs> what the world situation is? And yeah, <laughs> how, how do we help that? Well, I always like the easy ones. Thanks for starting with an easy question. <laughs> um, I'll probably say it an infinite number of times in every podcast. There's so many ways to look at things, and we're just going to talk about it from a motivational perspective. That's the first thing I think of. <clears throat> the next thing I'll go to, I'm, I can just give a, a response off the top of my head, but I want to build it from an MI construct, which means, first of all, what I'm going to talk about is how attached am I to the outcome? Mm -hmm. um, because there's a high likelihood, especially when we're talking about potential mortality, that we are attached to outcomes and my writing reflex is going to be high. And is that a bad thing or not a good thing? And are we trying to educate and inform or are we trying to change behavior? So that I just walk you through what my brain thinks of as soon as I hear a question that's that deep and complex, um, what's just my reset button in there. And so I just think, oh gosh, I can feel myself really attached to this outcome. I've got a massive amount of opinions on this. Um, and I definitely have some outcomes I'm attached to. So, so then you have to kind of, that's a normal response. When I think from an MI perspective, again, is are we trying to affect behavior change? The first thing I think of is like anything else, when we talk about top of the mountain, bottom of the mountain, um, are we getting caught in the trees by even using COVID? Mm -hmm. um, and making sure they understand what COVID is and that it is real. What I think of is, first of all, for engagement is stepping through their worldview, that some of this just seems ridiculous. Like, in some ways, it's one of the, the greatest global overreactions that we've had, at least in our lifetime. Like, and it's a complete overreaction. Um, and almost every country has overreacted to it. Um, I mean, there's been a significant loss of life. Um, and so it's part of, you can see, you know, we don't want to overreact if it's gonna kill people. But the way at least the U.S. has responded is just a significant overreaction. Mm -hmm. I just keep thinking about what could be going through their brain, and mostly because usually if they don't believe in it, um, the next comparison it is is it's just another version of the flu or SARS or, you know, all the different flus that have come through that caused these panics and didn't have substantial impact uh, or the same amount of impact um, that people are, have been concerned with with COVID. So th that's what I keep thinking about is how do we go high empathy first? And usually just based on that question, what we want to do is we want to get a solution first and yeah. we want them to understand first. And we want to take that with that nail in the forehead or that hand behind the head. What we're trying to do is how do we yank their hand over to contemplation and actually yank it all the way over to, so they understand the way we're looking at it. To agree with it's that. Just the, it's exactly, it's the converse to motivational interviewing mm -hmm. um, from that perspective. So that's what I think of off the top of my head is, Am I trying to affect a behavior change with this? If I think that um, the person's behavior is not in line with their values, then that's where the ambivalence could be. 
if their behavior is not aligned with my values or my perspective around COVID or the seriousness of this, that's probably a writing reflex. Um, so that's the thing I think of is that first step into an empathetic perspective, look at the world through their worldview and see, okay, how are they looking at this and can I get engagement from there? My guess, just my guess, is if I stepped into somebody's reality <clears throat> who thinks the whole thing's a hoax or that it's not real, mm -hmm. is that they do have values around human life. Mm -hmm. um, they do have values clearly around like, at least from things I've heard, like the economy. And so they have fear around the economy or about their own personal freedoms, but they also probably have a value around human life as well too. And so is there any potential ambivalence that some of their behaviors are not in line with what their values are or their goals are on that level? So that's my out of the gate, you know, just thinking from an MI lens and the whole COVID issue of people don't believe it or aren't understanding it. The first thing I think of is we are having a significant writing reflex. And then you think, am I trying to affect behavior change or not trying to affect behavior change with that? If I am trying to affect behavior change, then I need to seek to see if there is any ambivalence. The only way I can do that is to go very high empathy and step inside somebody else's shoes and their reality and look at the world the way they are. And, and it's, I think it's such a great question because it is such a complex thing to do. And I think giving an example like this shows how complex it is and also differentiates, are we really thinking am I is the right approach? Yeah. Um, so other thoughts or quite, I mean, John, what are some of your thoughts as you're listening to this? Yeah, to, to complement what you're saying, I, I was recently talking with a friend about some aspects of MI and someone might then say, well, okay, this is just fancy way to manipulate people to get them to see the truth, right? You know, some, something along those lines. And uh, I really had to get in to, with this friend around, well, your intentions matter and they shape um, the either A, likelihood someone would even listen to you and B, if they would, how likely they are to, in the long run, change their perspective. And so to simplify this and still complement what you're saying, I think there's this thing that we can talk about also called the MI spirit, which can sound, you know, woo-woo for some people, but it's a measurable thing of, you know, how curious you are of someone's perspective, how much you're treating them as being, you know, an expert in the context of their life and knowing themselves best and how much you support them to have free will as a human to do what they want to do and believe what they want to believe. And it doesn't matter in essence, if we're necessarily that part of MI going to be having a behavior change conversation, I can do that in all conversations. I can see someone as having a choice in their own belief system and treating them equally and being curious about their perspective. And the, the irony of doing that is because they don't have anything to push up against, there's a higher likelihood they'll be open to consider change. And just by being curious of their perspective and trying to see it yourself from a different perspective, like you were saying, get out of your head and get into their reality. Right. What, what do they feel? What's empathic for them? And just by you trying to get out of your own self-writing reflex and your own self-righteousness, really, and get into their reality, there's a higher likelihood they might be open to consider another reality. And so I think just that simple, but it's very difficult emotionally, but is what we got into to talk about, well, what are your intentions? If your intentions are to manipulate or sell and tell or get them to buy in or have them see, like you were saying, with, is my point to 
give them information to get them to see. If that's your intention, then it's unlikely that it's going to garner a lot more than a lot of yeah buts and pushback. It's just not MI, right? Yeah, well, yeah, that's not even the spirit of MI. It's not MI, but behavior change. Yeah, it's the opposite of MI. And lastly, I'll I'll just say that then the opposite of that is like what you're saying with all these components of getting out of your head, feeling what they're feeling, giving voice to that, maybe bringing up some values they have, and then being curious about that, maybe make some statements about that. And then all the while, just being curious to see if and invite them into a possible different way of seeing things, but at no point being righteous about that and pushing your own agenda. That would be the opposite of then doing more of an MI conversation if their behavior is not aligned. And that's the last thing I'll say is some people have beliefs that at the end of the day, you've hit it from all angles of their values and they believe a very particular belief that at the end of the day, they don't have ambivalence about. And right. that's what you got into that I think was so important is your intention is to see if there's any ambivalence there, which I think is the real simple part. That's you know, one of the things that I noticed just on, <clears throat> as you're talking about, and I was thinking about my response as well too, what I'm thinking about is I want to stay true to the actual question, which is the COVID question. Okay. Yeah. But the same thing I was thinking about is this is my response and your response is our responses go higher than let's just talk COVID. But I think it's also a good modeling of if you get caught in the trees, it's going to trigger more opinions and more reactions. So it's the same thing. If we stick with just, oh, this is how I talk to somebody about COVID specifically, we can do a little bit of that, like in webcast or podcast. Um, But the other part of it is you need to understand this just reinforces, it's a great question that reinforces what is the basic structure and intention of motivational interviewing. And so it's easier for us to talk about it if we pull ourselves out of the trees and look down at what are we talking about. And that is what increases your proficiency in motivational interviewing is not getting so caught in the weeds and then having all your opinions and your writing reflexes get triggered. So having this fundamental blueprint in your thought process or a map of the mountain, it's easier to be able to answer questions that are very complex, deep, meaningful questions for people like how would you navigate somebody that doesn't believe in COVID. Um, that, that's this is a great way to think about it is, okay, the basic things we've just listed off. So I appreciate the question. I, th- I think this is, um, again, it doesn't go so COVID specific, but it goes very MI specific, looking at really complex issues. Well, and I just want to add, and then also ask Tammy too, just her thoughts along the way with this. Um, it It's what you said, Casey, of it's the content that, that like emotionally hooks us right and it's the trees on the mountain that right. we, we and and so the covid all sorts of other things that people might be believing are going on and regardless of it the same framework applies like you 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 talk about it's the same framework it's just a lot of different what's and how's with a lot of emotions that you're navigating so right. we were speaking speaking more to kind of the meta approach you gave a lot more great Uh, responses specifically but that meta approach doesn't really change a whole lot it's how do you see this other human being and how do you want to treat them and the more you treat them as lacking and not good enough and wrong and you see them as such you will act like that the more you can try to either fake it till you make it for some truly believe in the divinity of others for others that you can then start to try to get a sense like, okay, I'm going to put the responsibility of trying to see if they can try to get 
a new perspective. And I think that mindset is what we're speaking to matters a lot beyond us just getting into a bunch of different types of reflections that, that you could do, right. and a bunch of different types of questions you could ask, because right. ultimately you're going to get caught in trying to manipulate someone if you're not careful. You know, and I, I think when you say that, the way I'd wrap up is I think of the five intentions when we talk about the MICA, you know, and, and it, it really does hit that reset button. If I'm trying to educate or inform somebody, that's not one of the intentions that makes it MI. Um, if I'm trying to get them to understand, it's just not one of the intentions of MI. Uh, and that it just helps me so much of my intention is to support their autonomy and their freedom to choose, to activate them to be the best version of themselves, guide the conversation, express empathy, do it in a, with a real strong sense of partnership and be able to evoke their thoughts and their ideas around the problem and the solutions. That's the intention of MI. And so that's what I would think of with a question specifically around COVID and somebody's um, perspective on it. I just think, do those intentions line up with motivational interviewing like you're talking about the spirit? Mm -hmm. I think that's just such a good filter to think about how would I approach it. And then we can unfold if we were using MI like we've just done, this is how I'd approach it from an MI perspective. Which if I may too, doesn't mean you can't share information. Right. When you do it, yes. where are they at in their stage of change? Yes. How do you do it? And more than the technique of how, the mindset in which you do it as an individual and not a pushing. Yes. And that all matters, as complex as that may seem, it's just stage matching and doing it in ways that still support them to take or leave certain things and still be curious what they make of those things. And that's, you know, the classic technique is elicit, provide, elicit, EPE. We can get into that on other podcasts if people are interested, but like, that's just one way to that it's okay to share information. Sometimes that can be helpful for people to get a sense of control, that they have control over their attitudes and beliefs and stuff. But I'm simply getting at, it's not like you can't share information. It's that your intention, like you were saying, that's not the whole intention. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the intention of trying to get them to see your point. So uh, Tammy, I wanted to see what your thoughts were as we're kind of, uh, I know we're coming to the end here soon. Yeah, but I, I just wanted to add, like, again, I, I think of partnering. We Casey, you went through the five intentions. And I think of partnering as sometimes um, shining the light on areas that they don't quite see yet. And so, again, it goes back to what you said earlier. If you're shining that light to get them to buy into your perspective, that's that's a whole nother thing. Right. You're shining the light just to help them to understand that, you know, there are some different realities out there for different people. Yes. This might be one of them. Yes. <laughs> um, that might be just to hold, that might be a different way to do it. But, right. um, you know, even like you kind of did earlier, the uh, empathetic reflection with a little bit of an oversighted, double-sided reflection. Um, also, that would be one way, again, in, into kind of trying to shed the light to see if their brain even catches onto that as, oh yeah, that is a possibility. Or like you guys said, matching the stages of change. No, that's not a possibility. I don't believe in that. And then, yeah. Then we're just <laughs> persuade, which we don't want to do. <laughs> just not am I. Yeah. 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 So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for answering both of you. Thank you guys asking the question yes. when always feel free to send questions into us you can email me at tammy.calais t-a-m-i dot c-a-l-a-i-s at ifioc.com to, to submit questions and we will answer them on our podcast just like this so yes. 
You guys have a wonderful day and we're here to provide the communication solution that will truly change your world. Thank you. Take care. Take care, guys.